0: if you are in need of therapeutic support, such as counseling, please seek out a therapist near you. couple of announcements. Um, first, a reminder of the online support group that I facilitate um, on Facebook. That is available for estranged moms. If you are interested in learning more about that or would like that type of support, Uh, Please search us on Facebook.com/backslash Estranged Mothers Support Group. Second, if you are seeking support to navigate the waters of estrangement in the forms of coaching, um, please feel free to reach out to me. This is a service that I do offer, and you can find more information about that myself on the website theestrangedheart.com. And finally. If you would like to support this podcast, um, in a financial way, um, I'll leave information on how to do that in the show notes today. Today's a heavy day for estranged moms. And I know on some level for estranged children, but this episode today and all of the episodes in the month of May will focus on the stories of estranged moms who have reached out to me and have offered to share their stories. You will only hear from one mom herself. Um, The remaining mothers have requested to remain anonymous um, for a host of different reasons, and I have respected that. Um, And so I will do my very best to convey their stories in a way that is sincere, honest, authentic, real, and compassionate. Let me also say that while I recognize and do work with estranged adult children Um, this month is focusing on the mothers it does not mean that I don't want to hear the stories of estranged adult children um, but this is this is the month that we will focus on moms and their stories from their perspective so um, as we begin today's episode with today's mom um let's start with a couple of quotes that she selected. The first one is compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who, whom someone else is today. And that is by Jordan Peterson from the 12 rules for life. And the second one is, as she said, beauty for ashes, let your beauty show, not the ashes. So this mom reached out to me before the Strange Heart podcast actually launched. Um, and I was immediately taken with her. Um, taken with the work that she had done And her inquisitiveness, um, and her vulnerability, her willingness to share her story in a very sincere and authentic way, and um, we have remained in contact since that first point of contact. Um, And um, I just I (laughs) I admire her. For her courage, she has demonstrated immense courage um, and I want to make note of that. This journey of hers has been long and difficult, as it is with most estranged moms, but for her in particular, um, she's been left to feel um, quite alone. Um, In the world and that being said she's also taken the hard knocks of estrangement and she has polished them um, into diamonds in a way that serves her world in better and healthier ways in the way that she relates to others today so a little bit of background on this mom and her estrangement um, experience um, I want to say she was very, very concerned about protecting the identity of her adult children. Um, she did not want them to feel betrayed in any way, shape or form. And her sole reason for sharing her story was to help other estranged moms to perhaps, um, know, number one, they're not alone as you hear me say often, and, um, number two to be able to help moms to perhaps reframe how they are um, processing through their estrangement experience and um and i'll share with you some of her favorite episodes of the podcast um, and things um, some little nuggets of wisdom that she gained from those in particular Um, she is a mom of three adult children all of whom are in their 20s, um, and her estrangement is with two of her three children, um, and started with the first child and then went um, on to the second child. She believes that the estrangement um, was heavily impacted by her divorce. Um, She was married for a couple decades, Um, and later went through a divorce, um, and due to the, as she describes, bitter and hateful ex-spouse and the financial, um, dependence that her children have on, um, her ex, um, she feels has, um, played a part and a role in her estrangement with her children. Also, one of the um, things that she has realized through um, her uh, therapy, and this mom has been in therapy for a number of years, and continues to work with her therapist on discovering more about herself, how that impacted her as a parent, and how she can be in the world today. And I commend her on all of that. Um, she has realized the impact of her own childhood and how that molded her as an individual human being, but also as a parent. And while she was not aware of those, her way of her way of relating to her children, she was not aware of the impacts that that w- was having or had for a number of years um, until she got into therapy and really started diving into um, some of her own hurts and pains and things like that. Um, so that's kind of the background on her. Um, I won't go into a lot of the specifics um, as to the actual estrangement, just because I'm trying to protect the identity of um her and her children, and I don't want to, I don't want to violate that in any way. So I, I want to remain pretty, um, um, surface <laughs> with that, if you will. Um, I will tell you that this mom has, um, I, I want to share some of her, her words. I want to share some of her, um, suggestions and things that she has for other estranged moms and I also want to share some of her concerns right um number one uh she as I believe probably every single estranged mom out there fears never being reconciled with her children she loves them immensely she misses them beyond words and I know without a shadow of a doubt if she could twinkle her nose and make everything okay for her children, that she would. Her heart is really heavy not having her children in her life. And she's also fearful of potentially losing her third child to estrangement. And I think that that is also, um, something that a lot of parents of, um, who have multiple children and are estranged from one or more, and then having the others estranged as well, right? Because they have relationships with their siblings. Um, and so that is another big concern and fear of hers. And um, Another concern of hers is um, has been, to, you know, how how to talk to people about her children when they come up and you know see her in a store or a restaurant and you know, hey, how are you doing? How are the kids? And she hasn't been around her kids for eight years. One of them, eight years. Right? Um, how how does she answer that? Right, So she and I have walked through that, and I've given her some suggestions on that. She's really concerned with wanting to be authentic because that's who she is. She's not about um, lying to people or telling them untruths, um, even if it's, you know, in an effort to save face or or what have you. Um, She wanted—it was really important for her to be honest with people, but to be able to say it in a way that empowered her and did not— leave her in an unsafe emotionally unsafe situation with um, acquaintances and you know people just generally inquiring so those were those are some of her concerns i'm sure she has many others um, but those were the ones that i felt um, every mom could probably resonate with right so let's get into um, her specific some of her specific words and I'll elaborate on them as um, needed Um, and she said you know again I in no way want to dishonor or disrespect my children Um, I'm here to learn and to help other parents who find themselves in this situation was really important to her to convey to other parents you're not alone And these are the things that I've learned that have helped me to continue on moving on through my life and not getting stuck in the story and the pain of my estrangement experience. So she says, once I was able to step back from my shock and grief, I began to analyze the situation, especially from my child's viewpoint. And I think that that is, that was probably one of her biggest aha moments right Um, in her processing of the estrangement once she got through again that initial shock and grief and you know begging begging and bargaining and all of the all of the stages of grief she was able to start with the help of her therapist to begin to see things from her child's point of view while also honoring her own, right? She says, I've been in therapy off and on since 1990, but more frequently um, since my oldest child estranged from me and my family. So she understands and finds value in the therapeutic process, and I commend her on that because it's really... Um, it's really difficult and challenging to just open yourself up and splay everything, you know, that's icky in your world, to some arbitrary person that is unknown to you. But she's trusted in that, and it has it has um, proven to be a very beneficial thing in her life. Um, she says, "I have been through the gamut of emotions: shock, despair, grief." desperation, fear, anger, and now I think I'm in a place of surrender, resignation, and even acceptance. I accept my responsibility and role in what led to the downfall and breakdown of my relationships with my two children. So this is something that she and I talked about at at length, and that is Accepting her role in it. She knows now, again, through therapy, through doing her own inner work, what contributed to that and the way that she raised her children and how her parenting affected her children. And I'm here to tell you that she's got three children and all three of them were affected differently by the same, quote unquote, same parenting. Right, um, this is something that I talk about. Uh, well, I've talked about some, I haven't talked about it a whole lot, but you know, no, just as you have no two children that are exactly alike, even if you have twins, they have different personalities and um, their perspectives on the world are, are different. So, you have no two children that are alike, and no two children have the same parents. And I know that at first glance, that sounds really odd and bizarre, but it's true. And part of that is because of the way, because of our own personalities and the way that we, we relate to our children, right? We have um, some children that just turn us on our heads and upside down. And we're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do with this child. I was one of those for my mom. Um, you know, I just, I bucked. Everything, You know, I wanted to know why. I wanted an explanation for everything. Um, And my mom just did not know what to do with me. And so, and then with my sister, she was very different. The two of them are very much alike in personalities. And so they get along better. They can, they get each other better than my mom and I do. So obviously the perspectives that my sister and I have on the way that my mother parented us are vastly different. And so this mom began to understand that and began to get really curious about what, how her children viewed their upbringing, right? Without trying to justify why she did what she did or didn't do what she didn't do or any of that, she let that set aside and she, for, a, you know, I'm sure she went back to it from time to time as we all do. But for the most part, she set that aside to try to figure out why her children may have the viewpoints that they do. And she recognized a lot of that Um, when she got into therapy and started going through this. She could see where the way that she was parented as a child, she was, you know, she came along and, um, you know, was very directive with her children and, um, you know, a bit of control and things like that and that was in part you know as a result of the way that she was raised and so she began to start putting pieces of this together so she and then started as she started to put these pieces together she started to accept her responsibility and her role in what led to the downfall and breakdown of the relationship with her kids now, note that I said she began to take responsibility and the role that she she led in, in that, right? I did not say that she accepted sole responsibility and the entire role in the estrangement. That's not what I said. So she accepted and took on her part in it, okay? She says, I've apologized many times to my oldest child for my actions. Um and to thus far to date that has not um, that has not yielded the results that she would like okay Um, the good that has come from this is i've changed my eyes have been opened once i allowed myself to see things through my child's eyes and she says growth is never painless but if we want to move forward on our journey it is necessary And she wanted to convey, too, about the podcast. um, You know, I think it's great that you're talking about how much our upbringing impacts our behaviors. I want to learn everything I can about myself and find the answers to all the whys. Again, she has that curious mindset. She just is very curious. And that is what's leading her to this p- place of peace, even though she is still estranged from her children. Okay. So when I, I checked in with her about, um, you know, what advice, what, what would she want listeners to know, um, based off of her own estrangement experience. And these are some of the things that she had to say. Acknowledge your pain. Stop fighting against it. Find someone to be with you, if possible. Someone who will allow you to talk about what you want, not or do not want to talk about. I believe in order for healing to begin to take place, it's important to find a trusted confidant and talk your feelings out. Be open to hearing things you may res- may have previously resisted hearing sit in your grief and allow yourself to process the emotion healing can be delayed if it's not dealt with again healing can be delayed if it's not dealt with meaning grief right and listening and allowing that to process that's where a lot of people get stuck is in in that um, grief piece She goes on to say, ask yourself, what is causing my child to hurt? Okay. And I'm here to tell you that it is most likely not what you think it is. Right. And that's based off of my own experience and of every mother and every adult child that I talk with. It's never what people think that it is. Again, curious mind, right? Not not having preconceived ideas, notions, answers, thinking that you know what it is um, because you most likely do not. Um, Recognize, she goes on to say, recognize that your adult children want their independence. It's a natural thing for them to want to grow and spread their wings. Love them where they're at, not where you want them to be. I made a list of things I'm grateful for and one was that my children are independent this means I've done my job okay as much as she misses her children she knows that the job of a parent is to help your children to grow up to become independent and to not have to rely on you for everything okay Respect their privacy and understand that parenting adult children is far different than parenting adolescents. Do not make them the center of your world. And I can tell you there are few mothers that I've talked to over the years who did not make their children the center of their world most of them do and that as this mom um, found out if you go through an estrangement experience and you've just taken your children to be everything to you and then that everything ie your child has is removed from your life through estrangement then you're left not knowing what to do and this is that's kind of what happened to this mom she just didn't know what to do and how to, how to cope with that. And it began affecting her other relationships and specifically with her new husband, right? They've worked through that. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's a challenge, right? And especially when you're dealing with the anxiety of what about tomorrow, what may happen down the road 10 years from now, or the guilt about what happened 10 years ago, right? And not being in the present with the, the people that love you today and are there for you today. Um, she says, see that this period of separation could be for your protection and growth as well as theirs. And when she said that, I was, it, oh, man, my heart just, I, this is, this, that was gold that was gold. She took this very painful experience and an experience that still brings pain to her today. Right? She's not exempt. She's not running around flitting all over the world, you know, happy go lucky and and never sad about not having her children in her life. That is so not the case. Um but she's learned to do that quarter turn or do the 180 to find how could this be serving us instead of this is only destroying us. So I commend her for this. It's huge. It's absolutely monumental. She says, the only person who has the right to identify your value is God, not your friends, not your relatives, and not your children. Don't place the burden of acceptance on others. Again, another profound statement. Don't place the burden of acceptance on others. And finally, she says, get a hobby, or ministry, I thought that was that was fabulous. So uh, she wanted me to share um, one of the you know she had a song that she felt spoke to her about her estrangement experience, and that is um, and I'll put that in the show notes as well. It's the song um, titled "I Can't Make You Love Me" by Bonnie Raitt. And some of the episode ahas that she had that I wanted to share. Um, with you were um, episodes 11 and 12 and I quote from her so good I'm ordering Dr. Lindsay Gibson's book right now I believe that I was the emotional parent I can't wait to dig in end quote another episode that spoke to her was episode 14 parts 1 and 2 quote wow Such a wealth of information. I took lots of notes. End quote. And episode number 19. And I quote, I'm getting so much out of this episode. So good. I love your heart, Creed. End quote. So what are some couple of takeaways um, that she wanted to leave the listeners with? And these are straight from her mouth. Um, number one it's important to work on yourself number two don't be bitter or defensive number three be patient number four guard your peace number five respect the boundaries your child has set in place number six guard your heart your emotional and mental state Number seven, surround yourself with positive and encouraging people. Number eight, don't forget to live in the present moment. Number nine, make the most of opportunities when they arise, don't blow it. Be genuine without appearing to be desperate. And number 10, um, when I asked if she had any books, websites, professionals, et cetera, that have helped her through her estrangement experience that she wanted to, um, recommend to our listeners. Um, she, she stated, um, well, the estranged heart podcast, the reconnection club with, uh, Tina Gilbertson, who is a licensed mental health therapist, um, and Joyce Meyer's books. And, um, she says, my faith has played a major role in my healing, lots of therapy And um, even medication so I commend you mama and you you know who you are I I know that you'll be listening and um, I'm so honored that you trusted me with your story from before the podcast ever (laughs) launched to date I am super proud of you for your courage and your strength that you continue to show even with pieces of your heart that are missing keep doing what you're doing keep curiosity alive in your heart keep grace as your sidekick and know that I'm holding you in my heart today and every day to come and know that I am I wish for reconciliation between you and your children and um, I know that you do too and I know that um, I know it's something you pray for every day and I can't wait for the day that I get a message that says you've had some contact with them that's been positive and healing so keep keep on keeping on mama (laughs) you you can do this and again i'm just super blessed to have crossed your path thank you for allowing me to share your story This brings this episode to a close. I hope that this time together was time you feel well spent and that you're able to find some takeaway nuggets to help you on your journey, wherever you may be on your estrangement and reconciliation path. If you feel you've received something helpful or positive from this podcast, please consider following us, sharing this podcast with others, and perhaps even leaving us a positive review. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under the same name, The Estranged Heart. And lastly, if you are an estranged parent or an estranged adult child and would like to have your story shared on the podcast, anonymously or not, please reach out via email at theestrangedheart at gmail.com. Again, theestrangedheart at gmail.com. Until next time.